The Red Rum Theater, Episode 97, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin. Welcome to the Red Rum Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your hosts, Ernesto Alanis. And Antonio Marino. And every month we look at one of the movies that raised us up. How that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today we talk about the movie Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And how it taught us the pain of being poor. And how to not be those four nasty kids. So. Nasty kids. Nasty dude. kids, dude. So, uh, this movie was released June 30th, 1971. Like this movie, so this was out on TV when we're, we're born. This movie's already in, in the zeitgeist. It's already out there. People are already watching. I don't know it. what that means, but it's, it's in the cultural landscape. Way older than us. So yeah, yeah I, I remember watching it in elementary school. Yeah, and people knew it. Our parents knew it. They saw. It's like, they'd be pull, they'd roll in the uh, the old tube TV with the VCR, and you're like, yeah, we got a movie today, dude. <laughs> Um, this movie has a 91% of Rotten Tomatoes. Sweet. That's amazing. It's incredible. Directed by a guy named Mel Stewart, who did nothing else after this, really. Did a lot of like TV shows. Did a lot of... Um, he just didn't do any, any major, major motion pictures. Side note, you know what's awesome about the, the kid who played Charlie? What? This, it's the only movie he ever did. And I, I, w- I was looking up the cast. And he never did another movie, but he became a big-time uh, animal doctor. Veterinarian. Good for him. Yeah, so he like actually had a life outside of movies and stuff. Good for He's him. He's like a super normal dude. He looks awesome. That's awesome. Now, uh, written by, this is crazy. It's written by, we often don't do the writers, but it's written by, it's based on a book by Roald Dahl, a famous kid's author, James the Giant Peach, movies like this. Oh, like, I love James the Giant Peach. He was alive, and he wrote the screenplay for this, which is nice. why it's so like quirky and yeah, weird. Because a real writer, a children's writer. It's a real boy. <laughs> he wrote this thing. thing. Now, this, the plot of this is very simple. A, a poor kid named Charlie you say Buckets. He wrote the stinky thing? The stinking thing. He wrote the stinky Charlie Buckets is a, is a good kid who wins a chance to enter the magical world of the mysterious Candyman, Willy Wonka. And that's basically the plot. It is kid who got nothing going for him. His family, like, his, it's a Dude, sad even life. His, even his mom's like, look, there's a billion people. You're one person. Don't You're not going to win. It. You ain't getting nothing. Dude. You're going to scrub these chonies with me. <laughs> Legit, dude. It's like, dang. Mama's busting her butt. Dude. Charlie's busting his butt. They got four invalids at home to take care of, which must be her parents and her husband's parents. He died? Yep. He didn't abandon them, right? He's dead. He's dead. dead. He's gone. Um, So he. he, I can say it. I can keep (laughs) on. Um, so the cast of this really was one big character, and it's Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder plays a titular Willy Wonka. A what? The title character. A titular. <laughs> Sounds like me at the strip club. <laughs> Since I said it, I knew. I shouldn't have said that word in your presence. But uh, That's a female body inspector. <laughs> With the FBI. <laughs> um, Gene Wilder. He's is a titillator. It's a great. <laughs> it is a great He's a great actor. He's unbelievable, dude. When he starts freaking out and his comb-over's letting loose, 
That like, comb over is control. Dude. Now, That's straight up Mr. Moon comb over, he's dude. He's got two great cap collaborations in his career. He has him and Mel Brooks together did a lot of great work. They did Blazing Saddles, oh which God. is, I can't believe that movie exists because no. it is, it's like Topic Thunder back in the day. It's a movie that couldn't be made now. The movie crosses too many boundaries, yeah. but it's so funny, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> dude, that bell gag is It's so, insane, dude. It's, it's, it's so it's, sophomoric, but it's amazing. Dude. And the scene with like the fart of the campfire, it's so stupid, but it's really funny. I'll laugh every time. Every time. <laughs> every time I'll laugh, dude. Um, but also, they did Young Frankenstein together, which is a group. Young Frankenstein is hilarious. Frankenstein is a great Mel Brooks comedy. So Mel, Gene Wilder was with Mel Brooks for a few movies. He also had a four-movie um, collaboration with Richard Pryor. Oh, man, they were hear no evil, see no evil. Dude, it's like a, it's, it's so dumb. And that movie also is kind of on the edge of being Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, here's one for you, dude. So Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor respected each other, respected each other greatly as actors. They would work together. Um, Richard Pryor's daughter said, you know, my dad loved Gene Wilder. He was a good man. Looked up to him. They had their fourth movie they did together uh, before it premiered is when Richard Pryor poured 151 all over his body. Let us all on fire? Right before the movie premiered. So they never worked together was together. Was he on crack? Yeah. He, did, was he running down the street on he, fire? Dude. Dang. But listen to this. They had a fifth movie lined up together. They were supposed to be in another movie together. Is it called Ghost Rider? <laughs> <laughs> Starring Johnny Blaze. <laughs> oh, man. No, they were supposed to star in Trading Places. I don't know how I feel about that. And because, because of prior Eddie, messing up, it gave Eddie, Eddie, Eddie and Murphy. Eddie were so genius in that. Listen, it gave them the opening because they couldn't do it because Pryor's, his life was too out of control. The only person wilder than Eddie Murphy, though, was Richard Pryor. I didn't know that could have been amazing. I but didn't that know open the wild. door. That opened the door for coming to America. Though. I understand. Dang. I knew Eddie and Richard were tight. Well, Eddie yes. looked, looked up to Richard. Richard yeah, like, yeah. Oh, Richard's it, the grandfather, dude. He's the king. I just didn't know he was. He was not wild. He was self destructive. Crazy, dude. He. Oh my. He talked about that in some of his stand ups too. Really? Yeah. About crack and heroin and stuff. And just being on it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But him and uh, those two together for That's insane, bro. Trading Places was incredible. That was supposed to be Gene Wilder. They would have and they would have been amazing. I think Aykroyd and Murphy slam dunked the movie. Dude, Grand Slam. That was insane. And even um, Jamie Lee Curtis. That was early Jamie Lee Curtis. She was awesome. You know what I'm saying? You're so stupid. (laughs) Okay, so she was a titillator, wasn't she? Or titular? What was that? (laughs) Was the titular character. She's a titular character in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> You're so stupid. So, <laughs> so me and my girl are watching TV the other night, and it was a preview for this cartoon with this like dumb kid, and he's trying to talk to his mom, and he's got a letter from the school, and he and it, he wrote it, and it says. I I failed, and it says I N G L I X. Oh my! And she's like, "What does it say? What did you fail?" And he's like, "English. Can't you read?" 
sudden I laugh so hard. And she's like, why is that funny? And I'm like, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, so it just shows that men just never grow up, dude. I mean, something dude, Blazing Saddles fart seat. Funny every time. Um, to this day. If anybody ever says pull my finger, I just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and Mel Brooks knew that. And he yes. was like, I'm going to lean in. Dude, Mel Brooks famously uh, went to a meeting with the executives. They watched the movie, and they're like, listen, it's a good movie. We need to change it. Like, they tell him what they want to change. He has a pad of paper. I heard about taking this. Taking notes like crazy. I heard about this. Walks out of the meeting, throws it away. And doesn't change one thing. Because he goes, what's up with that? He goes, he, he was in charge of everything. He had final cut. Yes. He had final cut. He could he, he was respectful. He wrote down their opinions and disregarded all of them. It's good he, to be king, he, dude. Then he pulled a Chaz for airheads and wiped his butt with the contract. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. Um, <coughs> but uh, so we also have Grandpa Joe, was a guy named Jack Albertson, has one other role that I know of. He plays the mean old man in that cartoon, The Fox and the Hound. Who's the Never seen it. Oh, dude! It made, Henry told me it killed. It him. made my daughter tear up, dude. It it it, mess, it it made her really sad. Now, does the movie hold up? It made it was made in nineteen seventy one. It's an old film. It's not even an American movie. It's made in this thing in Britain. Does the movie hold up? Watching it again as a grown man, what do you think? Just as good today as it was as a kid, dude. I I was moved emotionally more than once. There are parts. Now, it's 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 weird watching a movie as a man when you watch it as a kid because you have different uh. eyes. Because back in the day, I was Charlie watching it, and now I feel more like Willy Wonka watching it. I feel like more like I'm a, a grown-up. I'm a parent. But we'll never be Grandpa Joe's lazy ass. <laughs> so here's the hot take. <laughs> Tony calls me up all <laughs> mad. Because, listen, so Charlie Buckets, which poor last name, Charlie Buckets. Because everyone's name is what they do. And Charlie's really? mom does. Remember, it's, it's Frank TV. It's, uh, what? His last name's TV. T-E-E. The kid? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, everyone's name kind of... Sh- uh, so is Grandpa Joe's last name Lazy? <laughs> There's Augustus Gloop, because he's always eaten. Gloop? Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, what about Violet? What's Violet's last name? Oh, I can't... Uh, Violet Gumchewer? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but something. The names are all kind of weird like that. But he's Charlie Buckets. His mom watches clothes in buckets. Um, he has four, his four uh, invalid grandparents. And the one he loves the most is Grandpa Joe. Him and Grandpa Joe are, they're boys. Stay up talking late at night when mama's sleeping. And Grandpa Joe is kind of the, he's like fanning the flame of his dreams. The mom says, let him be realistic. And Grandpa Joe's like, oh, screw that. Do what you want. Now, Tony calls me all ticked off. I was pissed. So why were you so ticked off? Give us the hot take from Listen, Antonio Marino. Let me tell you something about Grandpa Joe <laughs> laying up there in bed. <laughs> How old would you say Grandpa Joe was? 72? <laughs> 70? 70? Sure. Okay. Laid up in bed for 20 years? 20 years. So he was 50 when he decided to sit on his lazy butt and not do nothing? Let his stinking daughter work? Charlie working? Charlie gets a golden ticket and that dude's doing the jig now? <laughs> I mean, dude, you can't go to work. Your, your, your daughter's breaking her back, man. You yep. think he's a, he's a freeloader? Man. He said, I'm about to go see the chocolate factory. Man, that dude, I don't know. It just, it, it bothered you. Being an older guy now, especially coming from where we come from with hardworking you know, mothers. Straight up. Just breaking their backs. 
and you got an able body. Stick, you, okay, you're laid up in bed for 20 years, but now you can move around and dance and jump around. Yippee! <laughs> I think it's supposed to be a miracle. Miracle? <laughs> Man. Um, listen. Um, Man, but Joe, from now on, I'm going to buy your tobacco. What? I'm going to buy him some work boots. So, <laughs> Dude, listen, I'll tell you one thing. The, the whoever did the costuming, their pajamas looked nasty. Yeah, they were all stained up, nasty, stanky, looked like they'd been laying in for 20 years. <laughs> Dude, they were literally like hat. They had under the bed when he goes to find her slippers. There were bedpans, which is that means they were. T- oh my gosh! There Not is only the- is he lazy, he's a cochino, dude. <laughs> dude, that means they were just dropping, dropping bombs and in throwing them under the bed. <laughs> Come on, man! Better than this, Grandpa Joe. But Grandpa Joe, you know what he did though? What he do though? Charlie gave, gave Charlie hope. Charlie gave him the money for his tobacco for his pipe. But he used it to get him a got him a candy, candy bar. bar. He loved him, dude. I know he loved him, but he loved that bed too. He loved not working too. Grandpa Joe, man, <laughs> dude, you just we just know too many Grandpa Joes on the bad side. Hey, I'm not gonna say any names, but you know who I'm talking about. I I know. He always had his cigarettes and he always had his booze. And he retired at like fifty. So, <laughs> that just drives me crazy, dude, because I'm just, I'm just one of those guys that's always working, always have worked. You know, what's crazy is I hope someday to be independently wealthy. I do. Um, if <sighs> I ever... Compared to Grandpa Joe, you're a millionaire. If it ever happens, I won't stop working. No. I also give my strength and life to something. Bro, if I, would, if I became a millionaire, I'd probably drive a truck two or three days a week for Chris just because... Just to get off my butt and get out. Dude, you have to do something. Man. You used to be a retiree that just stop working and die. I know. You work your whole life so that you can not work, and then when you stop working, it's like, blah. Because there's no, there's no purpose, no drive, no reason yep. to get up in the morning. Anyway. That's the hot take with Antonio Marino. Rapper Joe is a piece of crap. Listen. <laughs> a waste of he's space. He's a good enough person. But he loves his tobacco. <laughs> and he loves that bed. <laughs> He loves that one piece jammy. <laughs> you know you weren't no chonies neither, stanky. Okay, so that's the hot take. Now we call Uncle Joe Saint Anky. <laughs> <laughs> I got a package here for a Tony Stank. <laughs> <laughs> so um now. Dude, I didn't know Benjamin Bratt was in Doctor Strange. Yeah! Why didn't you tell me that? You just saw it for the first time? No, somebody told me it was in it. Now I'm fun to watch it. Okay. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and get to it. This movie was so popular, uh, a studio decided in their wisdom to try to use nostalgia to make a new movie to make money. So they re-released this as a remake, uh, and they, they Tim Burton directed it. Tim Burton loves, he loves doing these remakes. Listen, dude... What was your opinion of the Willy Wonka remake? It was the worst thing I've ever seen. Johnny Depp was the worst Willy Wonka ever. Gene Wilder hit a home run, knocked it out of the park. He was incredible. You can't touch that performance by being goofy. It was just, I didn't like the movie at all, dude. In, in that butt, in that movie, Grandpa Joe working his butt off on the line. That's true. Yeah, and it, you know who Grandpa Joe was? Who? It was the dude from... Um, the Majestic. 
Jim, Jim Carrey? Carrey's dad. They thought it was his dad? From um, um, Kevin Spacey cop movie. And which one? Kevin Spacey, Russell Crowe, um, Guy LA Pierce, Confidential? LA Confidential. And Rounders, the teacher, the judge. Matt Damon's boss. Matt Damon's boss. Yes. The judge. Yes. Um, we got another notification, bro. I'm sorry, Driving dude. me nuts, dude. My brother's been hit by the Facebook Messenger bug, dude. Man. There's a game. You get some penicillin for this thing. In this game, if you say, if someone's like, someone will say to you, hey, listen, play this game with me so I can get extra points, you'll say yes. All of a sudden, you get sinking notifications forever. Anybody ever does that to me again, I'm, I'm writing you off. Oh. Dude, did you wrong, brother? Listen, I feel like every time I get a notification, they're going to ask me about my extended warranty on my car, dude. That's how <laughs> annoying it is. Um, so, I agree. The remake, I thought, was a waste of time. Tim Burton does at his best doing original work. Dude, Edward Scissorhands, incredible. Dude, Big Fish. Incredible. The, when he does original stuff, dude, it, it sings. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, my gosh. The it movie. Sings. It sings. It just goes. Burton, when he does his own stuff, but like... Danny Elfman did the music too, didn't he? For Pee Wee, he always does. Yeah, um, Tim Burton's work. But um, when he so and only go Boingo tearing it up. This movie has a few quotes I say on the regular, and you know a movie really affected your life when you quote it randomly. I was I was with Angie, and she bought a Whopper. We were out to Burger King, got a Whopper. Better not have been an impossible Whopper. This, this was no. This is this is years ago. We were like probably we four children. This is probably 15 years ago. And she's eating a bite of her sandwich. She goes, this is a good Whopper. I'm like, okay. She goes, I mean, I mean, the meat tastes like meat. The lettuce tastes like lettuce. And I was like, do the snozzberries taste like snozzberries? And she, I, I said that to her all the time. That's a lot of these all the time. People say something nice. I'm like, the snozzberries taste like snozzberries. Oh, my God. And it's a condescending it, it stupid It totally thing. took her good mood away. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... That, it's a line I use all the time. Another quote uh, is, in our culture, I've got a golden ticket. We all know what it means. If you're, yes. if you're, if you're, a, if you're a, a Gen Xer and you hear them say that, I've got a golden ticket, you don't need anyone to explain to you the culture reference. You know what they're talking about. They're referencing you, you, you have the stinking get-out-of-jail-free card. You have the, the stinking pass to yeah. greatness. That single line Dude, I think South Park put that song in one of their shows once. It's that. It's a great idea. So speaking of the, the culture outgrowing. Yeah. David Chuck played a clip from the Canadian Family Feud. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. What? The question. What is Popeye's favorite food? I saw this! This girl not only... <laughs> Swore to God she was right. She danced and everything. She said chicken, G. Chicken. And then the dude was laughing. She's a millennial. She doesn't know Popeye. Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> dude. But the funny thing is, you know how many people were like, hell yeah, it's chicken. <laughs> it's Popeye has not. This, the millennials don't know who Popeye is. No. He's no modern cartoon. But did you hear Popeye's reached out to her, wrote her a check for $10,000, and wants her to be a spokeswoman. That's So if you're dumb, <laughs> you get money in this world. I guess. Chicken. Yeah. yeah. Wee. She's going to do the exact line on the stinking commercial, dude. You know what? She's going to get another check for 10 Gs. But here I am, talking about lazy Grandpa Joe, busting my butt for $5. <laughs> so, 
Um, also, that's grown out of this movie. This movie has a meme. Now, a meme, we all know what memes are. Memes are these random pictures people use online of like famous scenes, and they, they, they have an idea attached to them. You've seen the, it's, it's the one with Gene Wilder with his hand, his head on his fist, and it's like, please tell me more about dot, dot, dot. You've mm. seen that one? Oh, yeah. That meme is all over the yes. place. I bet you half the people that use that meme don't know where it's from. No, they don't. The meme has outgrown the movie. Yes. Now, what is the quote that he says after she says, who ever heard of a snozberry? What does he say? We're the dreamer of dream. No, we are. We're the music makers. We're the dreamer of dreams. Genius. That's a Yates poem, dude. I wouldn't know. To me, it's a Willy Wonka poem, dude. <laughs> I got a buddy named Bill Yates, and he said, no, never said nothing that good. No, that is a brilliant. But he has all those random things he throws out yeah. there. He, he is a G. Like, he will just, oh, no, please. Stop. He just so, dude, he's so lackadaisical. He's, it's, he's fantastic in this role. Yeah, he's amazing, dude. He's freaky. Okay, and let me ask you this. Getting older. When he does the somersault, I'm like, oh my gosh, on that, the bricks, listen, bro. I watch it. I'm like, is it really him doing this? I, so I rewound it. There's no, it's him. It's on it's him. one shot. And that fall, he falls yes. far yes. before he tucks. Dude, I would have hit my forehead. Dude, he, so there's a, he, he, I'm he, like, argh, <laughs> argh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he walks out of the chocolate factory. No one's seen him for like 10 years. He got the little cane. He's just walking slow. And everyone's quiet waiting for him. And his little, his, uh, his cane gets stuck Sticks in a brick. in the First brick. First of all, that's, how do you block that? Because he's got to fight. He's got to look forward. I was searching for it. And he got, did you see him? No. I, he has to find that hole to leave it in. Insane. That whole, that whole thing is amazing. And then he walks two steps without it. And then then he's just, reaching for it because it's not there no more. And then he just starts leaning forward like smooth criminal style. Yes. And <laughs> it's insane, minute, dude. He tucks he it. He does a somersault. And rolls it out. Hey, listen. That's just a red carpet on bricks, bro. So he does a somersault on bricks. Comes out of it, arms up, smiling. It, dude, insane. Insane. With his, listen, with his hat in hand. As a young, strong, agile young man, I could never pull that off. My kids couldn't pull that right now. I don't know how he did that. That was crazy. You could pull it off. Like 25 years ago. <laughs> Dude, if my kids could pull that, like, I would be like, man, you got to start gymnastics class for the Olympics, yo. Like, that was, that's incredible physical comedy. He's fantastic. A dude. Um, but uh, one of the f- a world famous quote from this movie that's used in like, radio shows as a drop is the famous You Lose. Yeah. That's used in radio contests. Like, I don't know why I listened to like when I was when radio was huge. And I listened to radio all the time. When I was driving, people would be like, "You lose, you get nothing." Like that's that, brutal, dude. That scared me, dude. It reminds me. Like it, 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 he comes hard. As a kid, I was like, "That's maybe he comes too hard." It reminds me of Fight Club when Tyler Durden would brutalize the guys on the porch, and they could stand there through Bro. the brutality. You'd let that him in. That was crazy, dude. And only the strong, only the faithful would make it. Like, that's a brutal test. Because some people, people Who people made are, that movie? David Fincher. That's, that movie's incredible. It's one of the most watchable movies of that decade. That movie, just, you can watch it. Whenever you start watching, whenever you come on, whenever you're on ramp, you're in for the... It's like Shush Redemption. Yes. You're, you're in. You, just you've got to see the next scene. you got to see. There's a scene coming up I have to see. It keeps pulling you up. Yes. Most movies have lulls you can get out of. Mm-hmm. There's no lulls in that film. 
There's a there's literally so many L's in that word. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Hedberg does a bit about taking the U out. It's all L's. <laughs> so many L's in that L- word. L- it's L- like my college football career. It's oh! like <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> oh man, can you believe Baltimore lost? Tony. <laughs> I my brackets busted. I had, I had in the Super Bowl. I had, I had good money on Ravens versus Seahawks. Ravens <laughs> winning. And they're both gone. They're, oh my gosh! Oh, oh man. my guys are gone. Dude. Oh. My brackets fully busted already. Green Bay, you're not gonna do nothing against San Fran, dude. Hey, listen, Aaron Rodgers, you gotta cut the guy out. Anyways, we're get out. Of fo- we're not going football. Right. Okay, listen. So supporting the pockets. Listen up. Bro, I just got two in two minutes. I'm so we got we gotta figure out how to fix it, dude. <sighs> thug life, <laughs> dude. Whoever created Thug Life is a Grandpa Joe ass. Okay, mother. listen, listen, listen. Here's our no prize for the week. Can you name the movie where the guy says Thug Life, gun in the air. If you know the movie, let us incredible know. Scene. <laughs> dude, incredible, incredible scene, dude. It's a Incredible scene. Me and you got free passes. Yes, we did. To, uh, like a press showing. Yes. How did you get those? I don't know, but that was fantastic. We were rolling. Name the movie for the no prize for the week. Thug okay, so- Life. <laughs> um, okay, so how do you support the podcast? First, go to Patreon.com. First of all, don't do what Chris Swanson does and lose your or get your cards compromised. He lives in Flint. What do you? I know. Well, he doesn't, no, sorry, he doesn't live in Flint. He- we're just kidding, Chris. You're one of our biggest contributors. Contributors. <laughs> It's English, can't you read? Listen, <laughs> it's English, mom. <laughs> English, do you speak it? English, Chris, we love you. English, mother, mother do you speak it? Uh, they speak English in what? Oh, we can start. Patreon.com slash Why the hell did I just say contributor? What is that? <laughs> Listen, you had all the syllables in there. That's a titillator. You just put. What's that word again? <laughs> <laughs> the titular character. Titular. It means the title, the character for the title. I understand this. <laughs> you're, you're a 14-year-old boy, dude. I'm a real boy. Okay, so for the third time, patreon.com slash red rum theater. Okay. You can give a dollar a month at the podcast go. It pays the bills. I spend a new territory. Now, I sent some of you guys emails because a couple of people had their credit cards declined over the last few months. I sent email, and if, um, if you want to stop giving, thanks for supporting us all those months you supported us. If it was an accident, re-up and stay in the party because we ordered, we ordered on December 27th the brand new Red Room sweatbands, and I cannot wait to wear the gear. What? When do they get here? They said two weeks, so it could be any day now. When they come in, I'm going to go to the post office and mail them out to all of our supporters for just to start the year off strong. For all our five ten dollars supporters, going to send you all a sweatband and say thank you for going to the, the gym podcast and rep, rep the show, man. Do reps while you're repping the show. Hey, listen, if you have a um, uh, uh, resolution to lose weight, go to the gym. You got to wear a sweatband. Listen, every morning I go to, when I go to the gym on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I go in the, in the morning. I come home and my eyes are bloodshot because of all you the sweat. You still don't wear a sweatband? Listen, when I get the red one, I'm wearing that one, baby. Dude, I wear a sweatband every. Dude, listen, every it wrecks day. my eyeballs. Like, they're so itchy and in Dude. pain. Today was a nasty workout. 
<laughs> I know it was disgusting. Like my stick pets Thanks hurt. to Tyler Cross. Thank you, Coach Cross. <laughs> Chris Cross. <laughs> but um, Christopher Cross. So if you give the five or ten dollar level, we're sending you a a stinking headband at the or a sweatband by the end of the month, probably a week to get to you. So if you don't support that level, you're not gonna get it. But other than that, it's coming. You also support the podcast by going to redrum.threadless.com. We have t-shirts for sale at redrum.threadless.com. You can get our dang Gina t-shirt. Dude, Vogel looks so good in that t-shirt. Because his arms are ginormous. He and cut he's the sleeves off? He's the sexiest off? dude. He is a, he's jacked, he's a beefcake, his, dude. His dude, he's like Arnold Schwarzenegger on Twins. The back looks worse than the front, dude. <laughs> That's crazy. Dude, he's see a him beast. in the shirt, I'm just like... Represent. That's how a Red Rum Theater shirt's supposed to look, dude. He got the Dang Gina shirt on, looking good yeah, in it. He's a, and he's got the chest hair sandwich, just also right. <laughs> there's the Raised by Movies T-shirt, and there's the Red Rum Classic are all available right now, two colors each. So you can go and support the show <sighs> by becoming a supporter or a sponsor every month, or you can buy one of our T-shirts. Now, raise this right. First, the nasty kids. Mm. Wait, wait, first, here's a question. Which of those kids is the worst one in your opinion? Um, Baruch Asal, dude. I'm with you. She's a spoiled brat, and I've known plenty of girls like that. I've dated 18 of them. <laughs> they were 18 years old. No. <laughs> Three years ago. <laughs> so, I started turning the movie Listen, on. Listen, I got better. I started going to the early 20s. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so, we turned the movie on. My daughter says, she's like, I like the one... Who wants everything? And I was like, oh, no. You created that monster. Listen, listen. We saw the movie, and she goes, I didn't know she was so bad. And I, I'm grateful she saw You it. also created that one. Whew. She is, I, I don't think she's spoiled, because I say no to her all the time. But she, we, she's, you know what? She, she's not spoiled. She just likes the finer things, dude. She does. She does. She likes nice things. Listen, dude, that's what happens when you let her have rich friends that are my age. She like she, she likes clothes at Angie's never like she has a taste for the finer things in life. She goes to nice restaurants sometimes. She but she also still likes Taco Bell. So we're we're getting both things in her life, dude. We're getting the ghetto and the the wealthy stuff. But Bruca Salt, dude, her song is terrible, dude. Just, and and the way she berates her father. How about the Oobaloomba song though, telling parents, all parents, this is your fault. Listen, that was dope. The mother the, and the father. Yeah. Ba- dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Dude, those Oompa are sweet. Dude. Those songs, every one of them is a morality tale. Mm-hmm. Every one of them trying to warn you, don't be this kind of person. Like, <sighs> you gotta hold your guns as a parent. And I, I tr- I'm trying. Listen, the mother is even worse than the dad. She is worse. She enables. She is like, dude, that poor guy. He's trying to keep her. What does he say? All that matters is her happiness. Dude, that's insane. That's insane. I love how he's trying to throw his checkbook around Willy Wonka and having it, dude. Vruka Salt, just they spoil this girl, give her everything she wants, and it breaks her. It just, it destroys her. You can't. You know what I do for like Lena's birthday every year now? I don't get her toys. I get her things she needs for her room. I, I got her a desk one year. I got her a bed this year. So instead of like, she doesn't need... Cool pre- toys all the time, but if she wants a furniture, I'll wait and wait till her birthday and get her something like that. Something very functional, practical, useful for the house. And she's grateful for it and she loves it. 
I don't blow a lot of money on toys because she don't need it. Now, this is for you. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen. It's New Comic Wednesday, bro. Listen, listen. I gave up my comics for my children. I don't get comics no more. I gave up because it cost me too much money. You don't get money. no more comics? No comics. How, how often do you get them? I literally, around Christmas, uh, Black Friday, I'll go on a, 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 a store and look for any sales of graphic novels, and I buy them that one day a year. Graphic novels? Yeah, like there's six issues bound together in one, but I get them digitally through Comixology. Anyway, what sucks is, <laughs> so Rickus Salt's bad, but the kid, I, as, a, as a young kid, I'm glad we weren't Frank TV. We were TV heads, but we also went outside a lot. Mm-hmm. So even though we watched a lot of TV as kids, even though we were raised by movies, we were also, like in Flint, we didn't run as much as we did in the UP. The UP was when we ran. We have nothing else to do. In the UP, we got out of the house, and we set out, we got out of school, dropped off our backpacks, and we were gone till dark every single day. We put so many miles on them bikes, dude. Dude, Grandma got out those bikes, and we rode them every, and literally being in the UP, in 1990, like, was like being in America in the 60s. Like mm-hmm. We watched movies like Stand By Me, and we, we relate to those kids because the UP was so like backward in time. It was like being in a small town in the 60s. You know, so that was a good, a good one was the war, dude. Oh, man. That was a great one. So, the mother and the father. Doo, 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 doo. Like today, dude, Nesto's been sick for three mm. days in the house. Laying I'm, I'm down, still? didn't miss. He missed school day. So, so he missed school the day though because if you're fevered, 24 hours. Within, yeah, you can't go to school if you're fevered the day before. That's the rule. So he's Friday, well, Saturday. Rules. Yeah. yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. He's laying down. He's a hundred degrees, watching watching TV all day. Okay, Can, did you want to play video games? He feels so bad. No video games, nothing. Just watching TV. Today he feels better. So what do we do? We go outside have a snowball fight. He asked me, Dad, we go outside and play. You bust him in the lips. No, I let him bust me like crazy. Okay. I, I threw him underhand crap, dude, so he could dodge them all. Throw meatballs, dude. <clears throat> dude, I don't want to bust. It was like it was all slushy and heavy. I don't want to bust my kid in the head, dude. Mother I don't want to pull a Jeff Daniels on him. And uh, Dang. <laughs> he blows her That's out. really funny. Dude, he hits her in the head so hard, dude. That's really funny. Um, but uh, so even though we watch a lot of TV as kids, we still do the outside thing. If a kid watches too much, listen, how many boys do we know? Who there's a uh, there's a group, uh, there's a kind of girl we call a video game widow, where her her husband just plays video games all day long and doesn't talk to her. Uh, who is this? I know people whose whose the guys grow up, they grow up on video games. They play them like for ten hours a day or at night all I don't night long. That, dude. <sighs> Anyways, so the strength TV. Are cooler than video games. What sucks is <laughs> there's that that um that was a girl, the annoying girl, Veruca. Now, Veruca's the spoiled Violet. Kid. Violet. Violet. You turn to Violet. Violet. Remember, she's like, <laughs> she say, not burping. She goes, but I'm your nails. It's a disgusting habit. Yeah. And he's like, I know when this, I know a worse one. <laughs> she's got, she's got a finger right up in the nose, dude. Dude, she is an annoying kid. Yeah. But the one that I hate, because he's the, the one that I have to stop being, is Augustus, Augustus. Gloop. Tony. <laughs> If we go, if we order McDonald's, happy meal for happy, a happy meal for the Nesto, happy meal for Lena. Mama gets her thing, and I'll get like, I'll get a double, I'll get two cheeseburgers. That's it, no fries, no drink. I'm like, why do I get home? 
I'll, I'll make you a plaque for being. Listen, listen. <laughs> then we start eating, right? Anything people don't eat is going in my mouth. It's your family's, though. You ain't going to somebody else's tray. I'm not. <laughs> Say, you are Augustus, dude. Listen, no, I'm saying no. Remember I... Augustus' dad just chomped on the microphone head? <laughs> that was crazy. That was really funny, dude. He, just, he gets it, dude. You know what's funny? What? That I didn't realize until I was older. What? I remember thinking, if there's like only five tickets. Four tickets. Five. Four. Four. No, there's five. Five. Gets the continents, dude. Yeah. I didn't realize it was one in each continent. There's two in America. One in North America. No, two in North America. TV and Violet are both from America. Oh, how did they get two? They just did. The one in South America was a fake. Oh, yeah. Brazil or something. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a fake one. But, so Violet never, Augustus Gloop, I, if there's food there, I can't not eat it. I understand. Like, I food hate it. Is a I'll drug, order, listen. Bro. I'll go do a drive-through, and I'm like, I'm gonna order a chicken sandwich. Remember back in the day when we thought Taco Bell was cheap? Now it's 15 bucks. So I get so much stuff, dude. But give me some chips and cheese. I'll go. I'll, I'll go to a, fa- a fast food place. I'll order this chicken sandwich with no breading, like the one that's like the the skinless one, because it's like it's like a couple hundred calories less. I'm trying to be a little healthy, so I'll do that, right? From where? From like Wendy's or something. How about we start with not going to Wendy's? Listen, I know, Tony. <laughs> I, I'm, like, I'm just giving you an example. I'll and go, go to Popeyes. <laughs> I'll go through, I'll order the thing, right? By the way. What? Last Saturday, or two weeks ago, me and Larry went to, because we were working. Yeah? Went up to Somerset and got Chick-fil-A. What do you think, dude? Popeyes blows that out of the water. I got the Chick-fil-A spicy chicken sandwich. Popeyes destroyed it. I mean, it's delicious. We said Popeyes Don't get it twisted. Them. Twice the size. It's twice the and size. It's twice the fried. <laughs> and it's just delicious. And it's got that spicy sauce that you the, su- the, the spicy. The spicy is Whoa. better at Popeyes. I think the original is better at Chick Fil A. Listen, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> Chick Fil A. But um, Chick Fil A fries. Waffle fries, G. Dude. Okay. So I'll, I'll go through. A, this a, is straight glutton, dude. I, dude, Augustus is a glutton, and so am I. I hate. I hate it. Dude, I Food went through. Food is so satisfying, and then you're just like. <laughs> I went through, ordered the thing. <clears throat> they gave me a bag. I look in it. It's not my order. It's like a, a Big Mac and fries. So I go back around. I'm like, I go inside. I'm like, listen, it's not my order. I ordered this. Give me this. You keep the other thing. That's fine. We can't take it back from you. You know what's going to happen to that bag. Yeah, it ain't going to make it to the car. <laughs> Like I, dom, 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 I dom. hate that I'm that dude. That I food's amazing, dude. <sighs> dom, 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 and dom. right now there's a two for five McDonald's. Stop telling me about this stuff because there's a four. There's a four for something at Burger King. There is. It's Dang it! I don't want to know this. I don't know. I don't know this. I understand this. I don't know this. I'm just saying. I'm, I, I'm tempted to sign up for this forty day short, forty two day shred thing, but I don't know if I'm gonna do listen, it. Listen, I would if I wasn't going to Disney in the middle of it. I would if I wasn't such a fat piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> if I wasn't paying uh, like $75 a day for an all-inclusive dining plan, dude, I'm going to eat filet mignon. I understand, dude. You're going to eat filet malignon. <laughs> and you're going to drink... You're gonna filet drink, malignon, the king of Troy. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to drink Don Perignon. <laughs> you're so stupid, dude. Um, 
But listen, those four kids, you don't, like, as a parent, I don't want to fail my kids, make them spoiled or gluttons or stinking annoying. Dude, if my kid was the annoying kid, the like socially awkward kid, <sighs> I'd rather be the spoiled kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay, next. Dude. I almost cried a few times watching this movie. You know why? I don't think as a kid I realized. You thought about that Big Mac and fries. I didn't think I realized how poor they were, and how much this this thing was going to help their lives out. Like that golden ticket for them was a way out of poverty. And what sucks about being, even if just for a day, if just for a day, and Grandpa Joyce told her, "Let him have this hope," mm-hmm. and the mom was right. This is stupid hope. Like there's there's billions of people trying to get this thing, and it's funny those the, the, the remember the ransom one. They're like they have your husband. What do they want? Can I think about it? <laughs> they want your box of Wonka bars. She didn't know what she was gonna do. How <laughs> random and amazing was that? Dude, was anything, those, anything. <laughs> Can I think about it? Dude, those news guys are like, listen, as the game comes to a close, we gotta realize there's more important things in life. I can't think of what they are right now, but th- there's our things. The dude, so funny. Dude, it was such a good, well-made movie. Um, the editing was genius. Dude, but here's the thing. Being poor. we uh, it's, Here's the thing. I'm going to rebuttal you on this. Go ahead. Okay. You go first. There's this feeling like if I could just get my break, I wouldn't be poor anymore. As a kid, I used to think all the time, I would I would ride my bike singing. I'm like, what if someone hears me singing and thinks I'm a great singer and I'd become a movie star? Like, I had these dumb thoughts. Like, something's going to happen to me. That's I'm, the stupidest I'm... thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Tony, you never had that thought. No, because I knew I couldn't sing. <laughs> no, listen, listen. I, I'm just saying. What if somebody hears this? <laughs> Dude, I'm saying, I, I, or just being myself, being whatever. And I thought someone's going to see me being cool, and I'm going to get a great job, and it's going to take me out of all of this. Watching Charlie Jean-Gal. deliver papers. It hurt. I remember doing papers in UP, remember? Yeah, we did. A, we, did we delivered buyer's guides, and we got paid like $35 every two weeks. It was amazing. But the guy who hired us made way more than we did. Who cares? We didn't know anything he, about it. We got the cheese. He subcontracted us, and he, the guy did nothing and made money. The guy was brilliant. Yeah, but who cares? We got money. We didn't have money. So we had money. That's like saying, yeah, well, Shaq's a millionaire, but he, somebody signs his check. Who cares? He still got the money. Here's the thing. He is a genius. I didn't think about that crap. Dang it. <laughs> you know what the gold ticket is in America? It's the lotto. People think I'm going to do the lotto and I'll, I'll get my chance to be a rich person. Oh, dude, when I think about lotto, I already spend it in my head. It's, this, it's, it's a gold ticket. It's like I'm going to change my whole world through this one random act of chance. But the thing is, for a lot just of like people. Just like you said, there's a reason the lotto is still in business. Heck yes. There's a reason casinos are in business. That, 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 that false hope, that, that, that possibility. What sucks is when Stinkin' Steinbeck likes to, like, to dangle the stinking American dream in your face and then take it away, dude. Yes, he does. Um, doesn't he own the New York Yankees? Hey, yo. <laughs> uh, Steinbrenner. I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Steinbrenner. <laughs> you so stupid, dude. Um, but this movie, watching it, I told my kids, I, I felt just, I felt for Charlie. You know what hurt me? When they asked him how many Bars you open, and it goes to Charlie. How many bars have you opened? The teacher was a dick. He was funny. He was funny, though. With the worst teeth. The worst teeth! That's England, bro. Dude, but he gave... Yeah, we, that made him feel worse. Two? 
Like he, he I can't do two. Well, say we'll just say two hundred. Like everyone in his class was richer than he was, and how would you feel like just so different? Listen, dude, when you grow up poor, you're surrounded. When luckily we were surrounded by poor people, so you didn't know any better. So it was fun. We had a blast. Our childhood was awesome. But when we moved to Waterford, we realized we were different. Yeah, because we're brown, <laughs> and we weren't we weren't wealthy, and we were on food stamps. <laughs> Double win. We had to be super cool, dude. Dang, dude, we had to work our asses off. I'm telling you, like I watched a movie of this movie, and I got emotional because I'm like, being poor sucks. Like, be, like, like, it's just hard. Like, the mom is just breaking her back. Yeah. He goes to see her, and he's just trying to be a good son and, and help. she's working late. And he's doing, the kid, he does the paper route, and what does he do? He gives that, his, his grandpa that money for his tobacco pipe. Because he just wants to help the family out. I know, you hate that. You hate that. I see a good-hearted, sweet boy. I see a buster-ass <laughs> Douglas grandpa sitting in bed with his feet up. I would help you, but I'm bedridden. Dancing ass. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, we going to the chocolate factory. He sings the song. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've got a golden ticket. <laughs> Bitch, you ain't got no golden ticket. Because I've got a golden. All of a sudden, he's opera man, dude. <laughs> I've got a golden. <laughs> you lazy <laughs> ass. You're so mad about Grandpa Joe. I'm just saying, I felt the the pain of poverty watching this movie. I felt the pain of laziness. So what's your rebuttal? What you got for rebuttal against me, dude? Oh, no. You, you went where I thought. I, okay. I, I thought you were going to say, oh, growing up poor. Oh, but we had a blast because everybody else was poor. It, it's, true. it's true. He knew better. Until he was, we got to Waterford. You're right, though. Because Waterford, like, in, in Flint, every single kid had free lunch. Yes. It was crazy. It was everyone in the school had free lunch. And water for you to see your name at the front of the line. Hey, that that's was, some bullshit. That's some bogus crap. You want to hear something crazier than that? What? The uh, Violent J book. Him and his brother had free lunches. Or they'd have free lunches. They would announce your name on the PA if you were behind on lunch money. To the whole school. They would announce your name. Why would they do that to because a poor they're, kid, Because they're sorry-ass pieces of crap, dude. I, I know. I, I want to punch. You know crazy, Tone? Eighth grade, we had an eighth grade trip to watch DC. And I didn't go because I didn't have nice clothes and couldn't afford to go. I, I didn't wa- go either. I wanted to go so bad, uh, but I knew I didn't have the money. I didn't go either. So what? I'm just saying, I didn't know it until I got there, the difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, I you just... don't eat pork, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the whole movie, dude. <laughs> that is a horrible movie, dude. Oh man, that's really good. <laughs> um, but uh, man, I've got a golden ticket. We you got nothing, nothing you old ass. I've got some pea-covered jammies. <laughs> <laughs> He's under the bed, and there's look for those slippers. There's a bedpan. I'm like, ooh, Gross, and it's all. Yeah. And the movie's so well done. It's all like discolored and crooked. It's like it's bad, dude. Dude, Willy Wonka. It's so creative. The, the whole movie's so well done. It's amazing. Gene Wilde is amazing. The tunnel scene, bro. I don't know. Trips Listen, me out, dude. Creative people are weird. Cause that's yeah. a, how they get in the movie. It's the good. 
That was some Clockwork Orange stuff. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, the random bugs and crap. Like, it's crazy. And, like, things eating each other. Like, yeah. you're like, what the crap are they watching? I don't want one of these boats now, Danny. <laughs> Dude, I, I can't believe Ragnarok had that tunnel in the new movie. Ragnarok was incredible. I mean, he was in that chair, and it yeah. was this music. It was the, um... Something pure going... Pure imagination. Yeah. Like, the land of pure imagination. And it's, it's like... It, Man, Goldblum was awesome in that movie. Always. This movie, watching it... Well, first of all, here's the thing. I'm doing um, a class on, on finance for the, here in the city. And I have to tell... Uh, I know some people who live in poverty that still believe that something's going to save them out of poverty. One of the first lessons I teach when it comes to poverty, I said, listen, no one's coming to save you. Like, you gotta, you got to have a plan and you can't rely on any. You can't rely on the government because they, they can. They, they might help you. They might not. It's not guaranteed. It's it's a tough class I teach on poverty. Where do you teach that? I, I'm teaching a workshop this Saturday coming up at the at the office. Who's coming? Uh, we got we got a lot of signups, dude. You just gonna bust on them? No, no, no. I'm gonna. There's like I'm gonna. It's like how do you get out of poverty? How do you get to upper middle class? I guess. Go to work. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're a felon? What if you have no skills? What if you took out of school when you were sneaking in eighth grade? Like, there's a lot sell of... dope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, I'm trying to tell the guys not to sell dope anymore. Tell them good luck having Spalding shoes, then. <laughs> Air Jordash. Hey, man, you got the Aretha Franklin's, Air Franklin's. Remember? Yes, dude. Air Franklin. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so... Okay, next week. We're, vote, we're, we're not going to talk about this movie no more? Dude, we're hour in, yo. Listen, man, we didn't talk about none of this. About him screaming at Charlie because he took the fizzy root beer stuff. Listen, the pot burping. Have you ever... Listen. The hell is a cubit? Dude, here's a question. Gene Wilder decides to test him by being mean to him, right? Pushing him away to see if he can... To see if he's a good guy or not. I did that once to somebody. I, I wanted to tell them, you're in a trial. You're in a test. I've done it more than once to people. With, like, I know what you're talking about, too. You know a few of them. Yeah, but he's a dumbass, though. I know, but I didn't know that then. Good for you that you know it now. But I would like let people, like, I would not tell them, like, you're being considered. I know, too. <laughs> I know, too. Uh, Man, they're Utah. Two. Two. I would, I would not tell them, I'm considering you for a job that will change your life. Because I wanted to see, will they do this without, without, without encouragement? Will they stand up and be strong without my, without my prodding and helping? And people never make it. No. It's a harsh way to be to somebody. <sighs> That's what happens when you don't watch movies. You don't know. Dude, sometimes people are jerks. You just got to walk anyway. Charlie is such a good kid. He, Grandpa Joe wants Grandpa. to do him wrong. Grandpa Joe! Um, did you notice what the stinking the, the TV kid says to his mom? What? You think a, a Slugworth would, want, would pay extra for information about that? She's like, just keep your mouth closed and keep your eyes open or something. Or... All the pets are in with it. Oh, yeah. They want the money, dude. They're, They're all hustlers, the dude. Yeah, oh, yeah, they are. Charlie and even Grandpa's like, let's Slugworth wants a gobstopper. We're gonna give him a gobstopper. He's like, dang, dude. 
And Charlie's got a good heart. He's going to do what's right no matter what. And he brings that guy to her back. He is a good kid. He's, He's a, a really good, good kid, kid, man. Dude, I'll tell you what, though. That, that scene where they drink the stinking the fizzy stuff, that scene's awesome. It's funny, yeah. It's hilarious. They'll start burping, dude. That's so funny. Dude, Nesta. Grandpa's up there doing flips and see, yeah, you're so bedridden, dude. Nesta was Wee! like, he goes, he goes, it'd be better if it was farts instead of burps. It would be way funnier <laughs> if it was farts. But you can't make a fart, but you can get a burp. It's easier to, to, to create yeah, than a fart. Uh, if you have to, like, push that, yeah, you don't want to push too hard. <sighs> Dang. <laughs> As a wise philosopher once said, never, never trust, trust a fart. A fart. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> I shit my pants. <laughs> Shart. Shart. I sharted. <laughs> That's what he says, right? Yeah. Brought that word into the popular lexicon. It really did. It, Philip Seymour Hoffman, you're a genius. Dude, that movie is stupid. It's the stupidest. The movie, but, it, it's, but Philip Seymour Hoffman, his scenes, every one of them he's in is gold. <laughs> some, people, some people don't like that. <laughs> Oh, what a jerk, dude. When he's playing basketball, he's such a, he's such a D-bag, dude. What does he say? He's like, let it rain. What do you say, white what? White chocolate. White chocolate. <laughs> he does the, the shake. <laughs> rain dance. <laughs> dude, so he is amazing. Oh, and then that speech at the end, dude. When he's got to like. Didn't he get an Academy Award for Capote? I think he did. He beat Joaquin, didn't he? For what? Walk the line. Is that what he. Wow! Listen, he's up for a he's up for best actor again. Joaquin is. He got the Golden Globe. He's up for Joker's been nominated twice now. That, that character is gold. That's a that's Academy gold. Yeah. Unless you're Jared Leto. Um, Oof, poor Leto. A race from history, dude. So even you, McGregor's doing it with no makeup, and it's gonna be better than Jared Leto. But that movie looks stupid. It looks bad. When are you gonna watch Doctor Sleep? When it comes out on DVD, it's incredible. I can't wait to watch it's it. It's incredible. Is it like two and a half hours long? Oh yeah, long, long. Okay, it's a hard R. Is it? Yeah. Really? The beginning starts off like, whoa, dude. He's just a wreck, self-destructive, blowing oh, his life gosh, up. Oh my gosh, dude. You know that's why I put the book down. I didn't like that J- Danny became alcoholic like his dad. Yeah, I thought he would have seen his father, but th- people don't do that. People just keep walking that line, don't they? Ah, mm-hmm. oh, suck. Anyway, this movie is fantastic. It's so Listen, good, dude. There was a time in filmmaking when kids' movies were not spoon-fed crap, where they were like real themes and real characters and real loss. This movie, Ninja Turtles, those are like Labyrinth, Never in Story. These are movies with real loss and real stakes. I miss those movies, man. We still watch them, dude. I know. About? I'm saying my kids watch. My, I, I try to tell my kids we don't watch dumb movies. You know what movie that Henry's girls love? What? The Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Yes! They love it's it. It's so good. It's incredible. Okay. Now, coming for next week, we're doing a vote. You have, a, you have a voice. Hold on, I got a, I got a, what I've been watching. Oh, what have you been watching? I watched The Lighthouse. <laughs> kind of messed me up. No, it's not a horror film. It's no, a drama. It's a, it's a psychological it's a thriller. Thriller, thriller. It's worth watching. It's like whoa, great acting. Robert Pattinson blew my mind. So he can act. 
It's just him and Defoe. Does it make you excited about the new Batman movie with him in it? Can he do it? Yeah, I'm actually, it, it did. It did make me more confident wow. than him. He's him that strong. Yeah, he, he blew my mind. He blew my mind. The scenes with him and Defoe going back and forth are unreal, dude. Can't wait to see it. Now, where'd you see it on? You saw it on, you rented I it? it? I watched it on iTunes. Okay. I also saw a film that was fantastic. 1917. I hear great Just came things. to theater. I haven't, since the Joker, I have not sat in my seat to get the screen going, wow. Like, it, it just, wow, you, you, there's no words. There, there's no words when it's over here. It's like, I just saw a masterpiece. Uh, visually. Unbelievable. Tony, I'm telling you. There's not many World War I movies, is there? There's not. This movie's different. It's not Simpatic Ryan. It's not like pedal to the metal action. But it is, it's war. It's brotherhood. It's. it's I'm very intrigued. Dude, it's, I was, it was me and two of my boys, and we set their mouth open. Couldn't believe we were seeing it. Until so some ruined it for you. African American lady behind us. Like, it's, it's this moment of like intenseness. And she's just like, but dang me. It just sound like, what? Like, just, <laughs> just let the air out. It, it was so tense. Somebody was just, screw, just screwing it into us. And also, it's like, it just legit just, just sort of fart an elevator, dude. Just ruined the whole mood, man. Remember, it makes me think about that scene on uh, Police Academy 5 when the dude farts and everybody goes to the office. He's like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, for our next month, or for next, in two weeks, we're doing another movie. I want to give you a choice. Here's what's going on. Coming out this month, in January, is the new Bad Boys. Bad Boys. It's coming out. For life. It's coming out this Thursday. Now, here's the thing. The tra- I think the movie looks stupid. It's going to be horrible. The trailer... I really liked part two, though. The best part, part two that I liked was when the guy gets shot up, falls in the landmine, then his body explodes. That was pretty funny. That was like... That was a classic 90s overkill. Yeah, that was funny. That was like Jared, dude. So, the trailer looks bad, but... It really does. Bad Boys 1 was like... Huge when it we were in high massive. school. It was, and you know what? We've always been Will Smith and Martin Lawrence fans. Oh my gosh, dude. So we're going to do. First Prince changed my life, bro. So did Martin. Oh, Martin was the funniest show I've ever seen in my life. I mean, his character acting is unbelievable. Bra Man. <laughs> dude. <laughs> what was the. Shanane? Shanane. <laughs> oh my gosh! What was the name of the the uh, little kid he played? Where he had the knee, the shoes were on his knees. I don't know. And he always had snot on his face. <laughs> oh, Shanane was unbelievable. Oh, dude. Um, what a fantastic show! Like Dang Gina comes from the Martin Lawrence yeah. show. Martin, now that's our, that's our PG version. That's right. Now, and it took place in Detroit. No, it didn't. Yes. His radio show was in Detroit? Yes! Dude, he, he had a... He, on uh, Detroit Radio, he had a talk show. That was his job on the show. He always wore Bad Boys t-shirts. And there was a one episode where they were going to ch- try out different churches. And I remember his buddy, Cole... Or not Cole, the uh, the tall one. He was just like, Second Ebenezer! I remember that to this day, dude. No yes, way! Yes! I've been Second Ebenezer! I know you have. I was just, it's t- off 7 Mile on 75. I was just T.D. Jakes preach there once. Dude, I just remember he goes, Second Ebenezer! <laughs> and then, you know who the black preacher in that episode was? What? David Allen Greer. Uh, dude, great show. Isn't David Allen Greer a Detroiter? 
I don't know. Is he? I think he is. Okay. Anyway, so we're doing <laughs> Martin. It was a G, dude. For the vote, Will Smith versus Martin Lawrence. Okay, give us two. Movies. The vote is going to be between Men in Black. We're really going to do Men in Black. Men in Black. Okay. A bunch of classic. Just part one. Just part, part one. one. Part one. Versus, probably my favorite Martin Lawrence film. There's no doubt. Nothing to lose. If you've never seen Nothing to Lose, watch it before you vote. This movie, it's him and Tim Robbins. It's unbelievable how funny this movie is. And Tim Robbins, this is the movie I fell in love with him. This is pre-Shawshank for me. This is pre-Shawshank. I saw this movie and I'm like, I love this guy. Remember when he had the camera and his feet caught on fire and he's just laughing? He's just... Okay, so that's favorite, the vote. Favorite line from Nothing to Lose. I don't know if we're we'll talk about it next week. Whenever we we win a half. Right. Okay. We're not gonna get if they don't vote for it, we're not gonna get it. So But we'll, t- we'll throw it out right, throw right. a piece anyway. So Men in Black versus Nothing to Lose. Will Smith Martin Lawrence. It's, <coughs> there it is. I'm gonna tell you. Don't just vote Men in Black because it was awesome. If you haven't seen Nothing to Lose, watch Nothing to Lose. Do yourself a favor. Okay. You listen to the podcast on iTunes Podcast Store or on Spotify. Like the show, leave a review. You can follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tray. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next time at the Red Rum Theater.